Welcome to I Wish They Knew, a show where leaders in business and education share big ideas that deserve more attention in about the time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. I'm Joe Hirsch. Today's guest is Kelly Leonard. You know him as the longtime creative executive of The Second City, the world-famous improv, stand-up, comedy club, and the source of some of the greatest sketches that we've seen today. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Joe. Happy to be here. Now, we're definitely not going to get into any improv bits today. I just want to be super clear before we well, get started. Well, you, right? you say that, but you, know, you might not be able to control <laughs> We it. don't know where this conversation will right. go. Yeah. Before we dig in, tell everybody out there something they might be surprised to know about you. Uh, I can't ride a bike. Um, I was a deadhead uh, and saw over 80 shows, and this is The Real Dead with Jerry Garcia. And one time when I was a teenager, I got to jam in my bedroom with Peter Noon from Herman's Hermits. So that's very cool, but I wanna go back to the bike for a second. Yeah. So do you find that to be a liability? <laughs> well, it, it is if like I only had a bike uh, to get away from like robbers, uh, but otherwise, um, no. Um, I, it's funny because my wife uh, contends that I am, I have a, a perfect frame for a bike rider. I have the attitude of someone who would enjoy riding bikes. I'm the youngest of six boys. I, I never needed it. And then I, I literally, I, the story is very specific. I was learning to ride a bike and a bully on the block pushed me over and I refused to get back on. Oh, wow. So that so, had long-term effects on your decision to ride. I'm oh. still in therapy today. <laughs> hey, not yet. We'll, we'll, we'll shift that from uh, not yet. Yeah. Um, as someone who is all about evangelizing the yes and, we have to do a little bit of not yet, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that actually brings us to the big question that we ask all of our guests here on the show. What is something you wish more people knew? I wish more people knew uh, that we all feel inadequate, um, that we all feel like we're frauds. Um, we feel we don't measure up, we're not pretty enough, we're not smart enough. Um, and if you find someone who doesn't feel that way, it is likely that they are a sociopath or a narcissist and you should run away from them. Why do you think people are unwilling to come to terms with their own imperfections? I think they're scared of sharing their truths. I think, I think that it is, it, the vulnerability is vulnerable. Um, and we're afraid of being judged. And, you know, we, we still got this, like, you know, brain from, you know, running away from tigers um, and that it doesn't right, really fit in, in the modern world. And the reality is when, when you share your, your pain, um, uh, people are often, uh, more often than not, really respect, uh, receptive. And there's tons of science around this. Nick Epley's work at the University of Chicago, who's a, a person I work with closely, has studied like we, we just so dramatically um, uh, uh, worry about the consequences of any kind of conversation. We think people don't want to hear our stories and like the opposite ends up being true most of the time. Um, so I just, I think it is built, it's kind of hardwired into our brains and it's further exasperated by you know, stupid rules that never made sense in the first place, but that we all live by because no one wants to challenge them. You come from an improv background. That is something that you do and teach others to do as well. Yep. How do you think coming to terms with imperfections can create better versions of everyone? 
Well, I think, you know, first of all, it, 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 we would be softer with each other. Um, I think we would get into less fights. Um, I think great, greater understanding and empathy um, is, uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, let's just take a moment and go on Twitter right now. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, especially in the world we're living right now, where people are not seeing other people as human beings with minds and hearts and souls. If you think about the business case for coming to terms with imperfections, what would be something you would tell a leader who is afraid of sharing his or her own imperfections with members of the team? Well, there, there, yeah, I'd, I'd point to the evidence, which is always good, uh, which is uh, clear that uh, people respond um, to human beings who share uh, uh, and often share share their imperfections and their bad news um, uh, and are honest about it. Um, they want you to be competent, you know, uh, but part of that is that, you know, establishing trust. Hugely important. If you, in a business, we all know psychological safety is hugely important. Um, and it, the only way to establish psychological safety is if you trust your leaders um, and then they trust you. Um, and so this is, it, it is it's hilarious. These ideas have, are not new. Like Peter Drucker was talking about this in the 50s and 60s. Um, and, and yet they just, you know, we still build these hierarchies that don't work. Uh, and we're all trying to get like our work done in workplaces that aren't efficient to work in. Um, the other thing I would say, um, the analogy I use often is this. Um, if I go into a job uh, review and I failed 70% of the time, um, I'm probably going to get fired. That's generally how, how that works. Um, if I'm a major league baseball player and I'm talking to my manager about my batting average and I haven't hit the ball 70% of the time, I'm a 300 hitter. Oh, I'm, I am <laughs> vying for a batting title. Um, yeah. and, and so use that yardstick for everything. We, we, if we are doing our jobs correctly, we are making a lot more mistakes than we are uh, fi finding successes because we are trying a lot of different things. Science knows to experiment, improvisation knows to experiment. So, so you know, we know this from the arts, we know this from science. Why are we not applying this in our workplaces uh, to the people who, who work for us? Um, treasure the mistakes, especially the early mistakes where, where people are just figuring stuff out, and that will eliminate the big mistakes down the line. This isn't an excuse to do bad work. This is actually a call to do deeper work. Powerful thought and a great wish. Kelly, thanks for sharing your wish with us today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and review the show. It helps others find us. For more ideas on how to communicate with impact, visit my website, joehirsch.me. See you next time.